I'm stressed out, bro. Sorry. Yeah. I'm nervous cause I like her. Yeah. Premature thoughts of how I'd wife her. Whoa. I ain't you bugging. One date and your mind goes to space. Have you learned nothing? Make her an option, she'll never leave. Yeah. Trust in me. Make it your main and I guarantee you. Yeah. She'll probably go and treat you like a luxury Spaggers. It feels wrong, but that's the world that we live in 2021. Times have changed, nothing nowadays is a given Except uh. the disappointment, it's knocking at your door with a warning Listen to it, it's important, I would never steer you wrong nope. I know that past trauma, cause I've heard it in your songs You whip it on your sleeve, I hate sounding like a pessimist This dating thing used to be effortless But blew up in your face like a chemist kit Looking for love over the net like a tennis hit But then you got served, that's not what you deserve But stop bitching, that's the way that it goes Stop bitching, that's the way that it goes That's the way that it goes Stop bitching, that's the way that it goes Stop bitching, that's the way that it goes Cause everybody got a story up. We all took an L yeah. Some crumble, others took it well But you stop bitching, that's the way that it goes Stop bitching, that's the way that it goes uh. Not all of them was bad What's good, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT slash favorite movie watcher and movie critic. Iron Emperor, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Flow Strokes. Pardon the slowness. I, I just woke up. All I do is sleep nowadays when I can. I don't know if that's age or if it's work or what, but the Iron Man has been knocked the F out every chance I can get. Anyway. Let's get into this topic, because I feel like this is a topic we can all kind of, at some point or another, relate to. While some people say no, they don't and they haven't, I'm not here to call anybody a liar, but do I 100% believe you? No. I kind of think you guys are trolling me, but (laughs) that's not for me to make that decision. I'm not a detective or a lie detector. You know, that's what your answer was. That was your answer was. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about... Watching porn, porn, porn addiction. I put up a poll on my Instagram a few days ago asking, um, do women watch porn? Because we all know men do. That's obvious. Do women watch porn? And I forgot, I didn't put up the um, the poll numbers, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe 74 women, mostly women, a couple guys, of course, y'all, y'all always got to troll, <laughs> but uh, about seven, I want to say about 74 to three woman saying yes. And one of the women that said, no, I personally know. And she is one of the kinkiest women. I've, I know I've actually, I've never slept with her, but her and I are very cool. And I've heard her stories, especially when she was in school. I guess you can't, you know, relate one to the other, but just because she was out here doing porno shit don't mean that she was watching porn. Okay. All good with me. But anyway, um, let's start with just this. What is the addiction? What What is the definition of a porn addiction? According to Wikipedia, which is the, um, the, the most solid and most trustworthy source of information over any topic in the world. Pornography. Tell I just woke up a castle. I'm talking pornography. Pornography addiction is an addiction model of compulsive sexual activity with concurrent use of pornographic material. Despite negative consequences to one's physical, mental, 
social interesting or financial well-being that's all you only fan motherfuckers out here neither the dsm-5 nor the icd-11 classify compulsive pornography consumption as a mental disorder or addiction dsm-5 from the 12 minutes of um education that i got from my bachelor's in psychology degree that's the book that the psychiatrist used there you go thirty thousand dollars of education just for that ladies and gentlemen so Let's talk about my history with porn, because you damn right I watched that shit, <laughs> you know, and um, started with me young, started me as a young boy. And for my younger audience, it was a little more archaic back in the day of how to get the porn. You had to sneak it, you know what I'm saying? Like you had to really be kind of low with looking at the porn consumption, with the porn consumption. And for me, I want to say I was about four or five and under the mattress I lived in a studio apartment, so it was my bed on this side, my mom's bed was across. And underneath the mattress, and my mom been like not being a bathroom or <clears throat> she would think I'm asleep or something. I discovered my dad's magazines was underneath the mattress. And I was intrigued immediately. Um kind of makes me, you know, support the idea that I think well, it's obvious that sex sex is a natural thing, right? I immediately saw titties and was like, yeah. These are things that I like. And it's not like a, um, somebody will say, oh, that's, well, you were breastfed. I actually was not breastfed. So, I mean, I don't know if that's here nor there. I'm just trying to dig in the brain of the fucking skeptical listener that dissects everything but their own life, which is the point of the show. Feel free. <laughs> um, I knew what titties was. I knew that. Why is my voice doing that? Well, it's like a preacher. I'm tired, y'all. <laughs> but I'm having fun with this, y'all. So. I knew immediately what that was. I knew immediately, like, these are things that I want to hold on to. And I was looking at, um, like, pussy pics. And you got to understand, this is the 80s. So these were bushy joints. Bushy, bushy, afro. <laughs> you can probably put a um, put a braid in them, a box braid in a pussy. But either way, I remember very vividly looking at one lady in particular. She was on this white lady. She was spread open. She was tanned as fuck. She was on a roof or something. And then I remember this other one. Again, this is the 80s. These books might have been from earlier than that because as I'm thinking about it, it was this, <laughs> this hairy ass white chest man and um, white chest man. This hairy chest white man and these two chicks and the chicks was touching his dick through the pants. And I was like, oh, that seems like something that wouldn't happen to me. And, and you know. I just kept going back to these magazines and, you know, I didn't know what to do myself. I would just sit there. You know, I don't want you to imagine a young boy sitting there like that. But, you know, what I'm saying like I, I was already in my imagination of what this should feel like. Even in high school, um, this is <laughs> this is how um, I have a weird story with high school. Like we would I have a couple stories from high school and porn in general. I remember the first time I ever uh, masturbated was two porn and i remember that shit i remember the layout of my room everything all i remember is when i was about i was watching um um a video and this shit was old bro like and it was one that me and my boys <laughs> used to watch after school in high school you know and we made up characters for some of the guys there was sam jackson man um there was cold pussy lady because the guy was like this pussy cold but sam jackson man was like this pussy cold baby and I'm um, kind of jumping around, but it made me think of one time in particular. It was me. I'm not going to name names, but it was me, two other dudes. No gay stuff going on, guys. I know some of you guys have certain imaginations. 
we were sitting there watching, and I used to have a futon with a bed on top, but like a bunk bed kind of. So I'm sitting on the top of the bunk bed, and we watching um, um, Comedy Man. It was Comedy Man and another joint, another chick. And I'm drinking milk. <laughs> and my boy turns around and says, bro, how are you drinking that shit right now? And I actually thought about that. Like, that's probably the wrong beverage of choice while watching porn, especially while watching porn in a group full of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, growing up, I already knew because of my early interaction with porns, and I'm probably not the only one. I knew how everything worked. So when it came for me to actually get into action, as in when I say I know how everything worked, I knew vagina was what I should put this in. I knew breasts were very fun. Occasionally, you put it in the woman's butt. I figured all that out. Um, and like I said, in high school, I actually made it into kind of like a business for me, right? Because again, back then, young people, it wasn't as accessible. Like I'll go on my phone type in whatever I want, and I have a hundred different options. I'd have to go get a magazine. And here in Kingsbridge, we had a spot called M Stationery. M Stationery used to have three pack, three packs of porn mags for seven bucks. So what I would do is I would go and they didn't give a fuck. I would go buy like three or four packs, go to school and sell them for like $10 a piece, five or $10 a piece. She had a business mind at the time, you know what I'm saying? And um, I saw the market because I went to all boys school. So all boy high school hormones are running wild. And at this time, you know, being outwardly gay was not accepted. Like as far as I remember, and it's not to say that that, that didn't occur or that wasn't there in my school. As far as I remember, nobody came out as gay. People will have some accusations on them, but nobody came out as gay. Now I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of open gay uh, young men in Cardinal Hayes and, you know, more power to them if that's what they choose. But I knew at this time, this was a time of sexual, almost like um, frustration. Like and we wanted to explore, but we couldn't because we didn't have the experience of getting head from the chick in the bathroom or on the staircases. What I heard were going on a lot in public school, you nasty young freaks. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody's mother right now. <laughs> in some cases, that's somebody's grandmother right now. Terrible shame on you. And, um, you know, as teenage boys, like we, we aimed, I mean, we, we are, the clip is overloaded, you know, and we are ready to shoot at all times. So I saw the market and I, I took advantage until M stationary. I don't know what happened. Oh, I remember what happened. I had to stop because I had a whole stash in the house and I had a couple for myself. And, um, my mom, I forgot exactly what was going on in the house, but I had to move the stash because the bed was going to be moved. I had them under the bed in a box and I had my friend, I'm not going to say which friend, I had him hold my stash. So th this is how nasty this shit is. Yo. It's nasty. And bro, I feel bad for you, man. I hope you had <laughs> you had gloves on. He was telling me he decided to go through the magazine himself and he was like, yo, Pretty much a 40-page magazine turned into a one cinder block. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing, I was shooting shots on. There was one porn chick named Tabitha. That was my boo. And I was sticking in them pages up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, I think that's how I lost my business. Not not shooting the magazines up, all of them. But, but I think, I don't think I ever brought them back in the house after that. I think, I, I don't remember that, actually. But my fascination with sex, again, started young and I was exposed to it young. Even in like the 80s movies, I knew, I knew, I knew for a fact in every Eddie Murphy movie up until probably Dr. Doolittle when he got super mainstream. And well, I guess he was always mainstream, but, you know, he turned Pop-Tart. There was always going to be a titty. 
in the Eddie Murphy movie. I just had to be patient and wait for it. And he was, whether it be in a strip club or or three t- three titty lady in, in Total Recall and Arnold Schwarzenegger, I knew it was coming. So I always loved it. But again, I was from an older era, era, E-R-A. And the magazines eventually, you know, turned into websites, which wasn't as, as far as I remember, it wasn't as available as it is now. And most of it wasn't free. Like, I remember you can kind of go to a woman that you like, a page that you like. She'll have like a preview section. And that's where I would get my my work on. I would go to this preview section with one lady and I was trying very hard to remember who she was. She was an older lady at the time, older than me. She's probably in her thirties. And, and I'm generally, I'm not into like, like milf porn. We'll get into my, the, the ones that I do like, but for some reason, it's like Carmen something. She caught my attention and a lot of my high school DNA was used on that lady and wasted in tissues that are now floating in the river somewhere. So I used to have to go to specific websites. Um, I was loading my computer up with viruses and the corny joke coming. Guess it's better to load the computer up with viruses than your blood system, right? And I would just watch. And then, you know, all through high school and everything, I just kept watching. I just kept watching porn. And it wasn't something where I would, it would affect my life where I'd, I'd be like, I'm not going to work today because I think there's a new video coming up or nothing like that. But I have, shit, I wish I could quantify how many hours of porn I have logged in to my mental database, you know? Um, and sometimes it backfired. I remember a few, for all the pleasurable and fun and wonderful moments that I've had with porn and watching porn, there's been a couple backfires, no pun intended. Um, there was, there was one, I mean, ugh, this shit bothers me to this day. There was one, I'll get into like the genres that I like. I'll get into all of that later. But there was one scene. Fellas, if you're not comfortable, you know, cover your ears here. There was a scene that was uh, like a group joint and it was outside. And it was it was like a German porn, like a European porn. I should have known better. And it was a good scene. Like the girls were fucking gorgeous, bro. And all I remember, homie was boom, boom, whatever. And when you finish it, I generally don't watch this part. I have no interest in watching sperm coming out of somebody's penis. I don't even like to see my own shit. I don't like my own shit touching me. Um... That's all for you, baby. I don't I don't want it on me. Homie is beaten, pulls out, and and um I, I must have been in my vinegar stroke <laughs> for not stopping it, right? Vinegar strokes, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is it's from a show called The League. I've mentioned it on the show before. When a man gets to a point of climax, he makes a face where he's like sniffing vinegar, and nothing in the world at that point can stop him from finishing that nut. A bear could be charging him. So at that moment, I must have been in my vinegar strokes. Homie shot his load on a girl's back and then decided to lick it off. And when I tell you that shit, like I froze. I remember where my room was, where my computer was, everything. I fucking froze. And it it, it ruined me for a while. I actually didn't look at porn for a while. Then it was another one. Again, me being naive to kind of some things. Nothing was the camera angles wasn't. I'm actually admitting this, and um, I watched about thirty seconds of this seconds of this before I realized what the fuck this was. It was called what? What really goes? I'll give you a sneak peek to later in the episode. I like amateur porn, and one of them was called What Goes On in the Hood. Now I remember this. It was the scene, and there's a bunch of people, and they just fuck in the hotel rooms. Well, not it's not like an orgy, but like different scenes. And then I realized, wait a minute, these are fucking dudes. You know what I'm saying? So I I felt so fucking betrayed by the damn porn industry. 
I didn't go on porn for a while again, you know, and um, I don't know why what algorithm that popped up. I guess it must have been an amateur alg- algorithm. That shit fucked me up, honestly. And I remember I said, oh, like, I can't put the noise on the microphone because it would be too loud. I don't feel like editing that. So porn has, for me personally, I think that's that's been the negatives of porn in my life for the most part. I'm sure there has been some other things. But um, throughout my life, porn has almost been like my imaginary co-star. It's always been around. As a virgin, I looked at porn. When I was sexually active, I looked at porn. And as an almost 40-year-old man, I looked at, I look at porn. Over the years, the tastes have changed. But the... Um, the amount of time that I spend looking at porn has changed, but I still look at it. And, you know, I'm curious as to why. Why do I like it so much? I mean, there are chemical brain reasons, brain chemistry reasons why this happens. We'll touch on that a little bit as well. But I did have to ask myself, why do I like porn when actual sex is way better most of the time? Um, I am very into the senses for me. Sex, other than emotion, take the emotion out of it. I lead with my nose. Everything with me is smell. I don't mean I want to smell stink pussy. No. But I love uh, I love the way a woman smells. I love the way a woman sounds in my ear. And can't get none of that. From, I mean, I guess I can get the sound, but it's not the same as her in my ear. To hear her moaning in my ear, to feel her breath on my ear, on my face, or wherever it is. The warmth of it, the heat of it. To know what her, you know, I'm getting crass, but this is my show. Y'all ain't new to this. To know how her pussy smells, like how it tastes. I can't get any of that on porn. On porn, maybe the girl may physically look a little better because she's had a thousand, thousand different surgeries. Or maybe she's just naturally bad, whatever. But eh, whatever. For me, sexual sex isn't, at least my personal sex, isn't really visual. While I do like seeing a woman open up to me. I do like the way back shots look if the woman is built a certain way. And if she's riding me and she's like top heavy, oh yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. I like the visual part, but that's probably third or fourth on my list behind smell and um touch. So again, things I can't do on porn. And but 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 I keep going back to it. I keep looking at it. And um really I start to question am I an addict? Even when I was running around in the streets and I was I was getting plenty of ass, I was still looking at porn. I can give you an example. I had one day, I remember this very clear, I had one day where I hooked up with three different girls in that day. And I still finished my night off, rubbing one out with one of the girls in the bathroom. I mean, in the bedroom sleep. The, the last one of the day, I guess. Um, and I had to question myself. <laughs> Thinking back at that, I'm like, well, was I addicted at that time? I was just kind of depressed at that time in general. And that's actually one of the side effects of watching a lot of porn. So maybe I was self-destructive. But how can I stop? Even now, especially now, how can I stop? Because it's fucking everywhere. Sex is everywhere. That's not new. Sex is always, always sold. But damn, bro. I can't turn on my Instagram without, you know, I go on, I think, the Discovery or is it the Explorer page or whatever. And it's just ass. And I'm a man. I'm a man. I like I like visuals. I like to see beautiful women. I don't like a lot of these OnlyFans girls because I, I, I personally don't like women that have just ridiculous amounts of surgery. I don't like that swollen face look. I don't like when lips look like um look like Betty Boop lips. 
like and look that up. Um, I, I'm not into it. Every now and then you find a really flower, but it's all over my discover page. And it's like, if I click on one of these, cause it's going to be something I'm going to look at and want to look at on um, that, that I'm going to see and want to look at. That's all they put on my page. But for the most part, my Instagram searches is dogs. Honestly, um, I have a thing with dogs and babies. I think it's really cute. One day I'll have both workout stuff, ciphers, rap stuff, and um, sports. Every now and then they'll sprinkle sports stuff, but it's mostly ass. And I'll even do the um, I'm not interested in this and the ass comes back. The minute I look at one ass, it's like, oh, I sent him a thousand more asses. But I just looked at 20 minutes of of dogs, <laughs> you know, or nature shit. So it's it's also being force fed. But I still keep coming back. A bunch of people keep coming back. And my research brought me to um, something called the Coolidge effect. And in a nutshell, the Coolidge effect shows the excitement that comes from newness and variety, which porn delivers to us nowadays in droves. Whatever you like can be found. Whatever your interest is can be found. Whatever your curiosity is can be found. There's just endless opportunities of visual ass or or titties or whatever floats your boat. There's a website called, um, and it's an interesting name of a website too, because it shows what's going on. It's called fight, fight the new drug.org. And they look at statistics of porn use, porn uploading, um, testimonies from people that have, I, I'm going to say quote unquote porn addiction. Cause again, the DSM doesn't recognize it as an addiction. And it said in 2018, this is the study that I saw 2018, a hundred million people, Logged in daily to watch porn. That's big into some countries. A hundred million people. I think this is just in America. I didn't see where this was held, but either way, a hundred million is a lot of fucking people. Imagine a hundred million people, and let's assume 70 million of them are men popping off to whatever their fucking interest is at the same time. And um, basically, a new clip was uploaded, and a new clip was uploaded every 60 seconds. And essentially, just from 2018 alone, you can watch a new video for 115 years and find no repeats. That's crazy. And it's difficult to kind of put into perspective because that's unlimited. Damn, you can't you can't look at that much. You don't have enough sperm and and, and energy (laughs) to do that. And. A lot of the testimonials, testimonials that I heard from people who say they have this sexual problem. Yo, there's always a new girl. I got to find a new girl. I got to find a new scene. I got to find a new scene. And it's like you never find a satisfaction because it's endless. They did a study um, trying to they did a study around the Coolidge effect. And they studied rats and rams and rats and rams, especially rats. You know, they do a lot of studies on rats in general. Their brain structure is kind of similar to ours, if I'm not mistaken especially our limbic system, which is responsible for um, emotion, our, our responses to emotion and um, behavioral responses, things like that. And it showed that a rat, when he got a new partner, it was on. He was tearing that up, but after a while, his interest declined. Bringing a new rat, and he's banging it out again. You know, um, it almost, and the study that I was reading, it kind of go, it kind of supported, um, Monogamy is not natural. I said that for years. That's a different topic for a different show. But when I read that, I said, yo, I've been saying this for years. Monogamy is not natural. 
And my only diversion on this, I heard a lot of, when I say that, a lot of women say that's such a man answer. I'm like, nah, that's science. You know, that that's human behavior. We're mammals just like they're, they're mammals. And the response I get is usually, well, if you really love somebody, you would control it. And I say, if it was natural, I wouldn't have to control it to begin with. And that's how I look at that. Anyway, so the rats would just get excited, excited, and it would be like almost like like limerence, um, honeymoon stage, where you are just like going off. It's all day. <laughs> it's whenever you get it. And after a while, that decreases. It's not a lack of affection for your partner. It's just the newness and the, the fresh can of paint, the fresh car smell. The new car smell is not there. It's still fun, but it's not as fun as when you first cracked the cracked the nut, you know. They looked at rams and they showed that when a ram had a new partner, he would climax faster. The excitement was much higher as opposed to a partner that he's had for a while. I don't know who decided to pick a ram. That was interesting, but it's almost like how porn is. You're looking at porn, you like this one scene, you like this one genre, and it gets born to you. So now you can move on to the other one because there's a million of them. There's something called um, Rule 34 in, porn, in the porn industry. And it basically is, if you think of it, it's there. So when you get tired of, you know, as a young kid, I'm sure looking at titties in a woman, the woman on the roof that I mentioned earlier, with her titties out spreading out her vagina, that was enough for me when I was five or six. That wouldn't do a fucking thing to me now unless she was like, nah, it wouldn't do anything for me. That's why OnlyFans to me, I don't really get it. It doesn't do anything for me. I'd rather go outside in the world and get it myself than pay somebody to look at pictures that I can get on the internet for free. But that's Reddit, guys, Reddit. Everything's on Reddit. But it makes sense to get when you get into the mind of the person looking at porn. There's just too much variety. I can never get bored. If I get bored of, I don't know, watching blonde white women as school teachers i can now look at black women in dominating roles variety 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 it is a drug that we just can't get rid of it is a high that we can't get rid of in these industries know that i'm listening to this book now it's called hook my cousin gregory put me onto it and there's a theory that these guys talk about is how these companies hook and um excite triggers and one of the triggers, I think it's a natural trigger, where eventually, I believe it's the natural trigger. I can, I might have the wrong. It was about six different triggers. It's almost like automatically, I'm going to come back without me being prompted. I don't need to see an ad that says, come look at porn today. It's there. I already know I want to look at it. And these companies have this. They don't have to waste money on marketing. When's the last time you've seen a porn ad? I mean, I know they do the little, check this game out. You come in five seconds. That's That's a game. But to check out this website, it's there, but it's not as common. I highly doubt most porn magazines, I mean, most porn companies have a big budget for marketing. And there's just, there's, there's just so much variety, the curiosity of what can come. I've looked at some shit that I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, um, there is, uh, according to Pornhub, which a lot of you people know, even you three people that said you don't watch porn, you probably know what Pornhub is. These are the top genres of Pornhub. Number one, lesbian. Mm, I'm not really into it. I've seen, I remember the first lesbian video I ever saw. I used to pick them up. Again, people back in the day, Fulton Road or Harlem or Third Avenue, or you go to um, Fulton Street, I think, I think it's Fulton, or Nostrand in Brooklyn. I don't know Brooklyn like that. 
you these dudes would be selling skin skin magazines or, or skin flicks in in the um on the street. So I would buy one and I bought one because there was these really pretty women on it. And I went home and I realized it was just just eating pussy and dildos. And I was like, eh, I'm not into it. So number one was lesbian. Number two and number three, I think kind of go hand in hand. And it's stepmom and MILF. I guess I can kind of see the appeal in the stepmom MILF thing. If you, that's your thing. If you like older women, stepmom thing, I think that's kind of fucked up. Like I wouldn't fuck my dad's wife. I don't know. I, I, I would hope I love my dad enough to not do that. But apparently a lot of people don't. Big ass, no surprise there. Um, definitely no surprise there. I kind of lost interest in it because some of the asses just got too ridiculous. Like when you're, when you're, I wrote it in a rhyme. I said, um, I forgot the exact rhyme, but it's like your ass looks like two half basketballs sitting on pencils. Doesn't make sense. And I see a lot of that now. Or your ass is the size of a table, but your waist is the size of a a hair bottle, a hairspray bottle. It's not sexy to me. So I, I would type in natural at big ass if I'm if I want to look at that um, cream pie. That's an interesting one for me. I don't get I don't get the appeal of watching. Well, I guess if I say this, I can say I don't get the appeal of watching porn. Period. But the appeal of cream pie, I like doing it in person or personally. I love it. Ain't nothing like leaving your energy and your partner. For me, the woman that I have done that with, and that's an extremely small list. My number of raw partners is extremely low, but the women that I have done that with were women that I had loved, and I believe that's been three. And it's it's a it's definitely a different feeling. It's beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's a haven't done that in a while, but it is a fantastic, fantastic feeling. <laughs> and I don't see how that translates watching somebody else doing it, and then it look all nasty, and then it's coming out the bed. And, ugh, I'm, I'm ugh, keep that shit, bro. I don't want to watch that. And a lesbian scissor, which does absolutely nothing for me. I, I would think that would go hand in hand with lesbian, but I guess people actually type in lesbian scissor. Not for me. But I do have interest. And my interests, I see, kind of coincide with, obviously, shit that I like. Shit that I like doing in my real life. Um, <laughs> this, These are some of the, the ones that I thought of. The specific ones that I looked at. Concert. Backstage. Studio. Understand, I'm an MC. I perform music, studio, um, even something as specific as beer fest, uh, orgy. I would look at a lot of orgy shit. Um, very specifically, check orgy. Those was wild. Those shit was was crazy. But I really like amateur thought. You know, as everything has changed over the years. Thought. I remember I was looking at like African women for a while. Real talk, there's nothing more beautiful than an African woman. My God, that is body perfection, 100%. Specific shit like yachts, uh, groupies. Uh, groupies was the one I used to look at a lot. <laughs> and there was a series that used to be on Pornhub, and it would be groupies. I mean, obviously, I don't think those are, I mean, I'm 100% sure those weren't real groupies. But they would set a scene where they would have, like, the girls at a music video, and then the girls would go back with, like, the artist's manager or the artist's um, um, group of friends and everything like that, entourage, and they would fuck the entourage. And for me, for whatever reason, I guess because, I, like I said, I, that's a field that I play in the music stuff. And this this particular series I actually used to have, like, remember Denzel Curry was in one of the episodes. He wasn't fucking, but, you know, he brought the girls to the room, to the studio. I was into it. <laughs> uh, yachts. If I was going to a specific country, I, I've been to Colombia, went to Brazil, 
I would look up porn based on this country that I was going to. It's interesting how just accessible it was. Happy ending joints. I, I love getting handies, y'all. That's, that's the thing that I've loved since me and my boys were called to high school. Because, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I, I like the happy ending videos. At a certain time, I would be watching those a lot. And I've always liked the Asian. That's no, that shouldn't come as no surprise. But as I did this and I thought about it, I like Asian women a lot. But I didn't realize it went back that far. My favorite porn star of all time and my first, maybe not all time, but my first porn crush is Lily Tai. And I used to love looking at her videos until she went and got all this work done and she ended up looking like a totally different woman. Lily Tai, look her up. Do yourself that favor. And I just, uh, something about Lily Tai did it for me. And I guess, you know, my Asian, my Asian thing isn't new. But I'll say all of that to say, to support the Coolidge effect. Once this kind of genre bored me, I went to the next one. And the fact that that was there, nothing hindered me from going on there. One thing I did leave out, and that was all for the Pornhub list, was hentai. Hentai, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. To nobody's surprise, there's some weird shit out there. And when I say weird, weird to me. If this is what you're into, other than like child porn, you should kill yourself if you're into that shit. I don't really understand people who like to watch rape and um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that part at all. I guess that makes me, I feel comfortable saying that makes me normal, not wanting to watch child porn or rape porn, even if the rape porn is staged. There's a genre called hentai. I'm just going I'm to say hentai. And it's not a regional thing. I actually thought that was like a Japanese or like an Asian, like a North Asian kind of um, focus genre but it's not it just means pervert pervert and some of the subgenres of this is like tentacle porn something called kimono which is furry porn there's one called vor vori v-o-r-e which is swallowed alive there's breast milk porn adult baby porn i don't know i there was i don't care how inquisitive i am in life that's not going in my search bar i'm not looking those videos up and i don't want to but again, there's something for everybody. There's something for everybody. You can be super specific. I remember a couple of the the um the way the titles of some of these videos. Huge cock slams, wrong hood, <laughs> white girl meets black gangsters. I'm like, damn, you can probably type in I don't know, um big ass Albanian woman fucks bus driver while holding a can of juice. I don't know. And I'm sure that about you know what? I'm going to actually write that in. Not on this computer I'm using here. I'm not trying to get no viruses, but I'm curious how that's going to come up. And because of the Coolidge effect, honestly, I'm actually surprised at how OnlyFans and IG models that do have the staying power keep it. Because you become old. You become old news. Um, Jim Wolfie, I'm not saying she became old news publicly. I don't think she posts anymore. But there's a time, that's all I wanted to look at. You know, if I was looking at an OnlyFans girl, I would never pay Reddit. R-E-D-D-I-T. But I'll be checking, you know, every two or three days to see if they posted up something new. And then I just lost interest. There's always a new one. And these girls nowadays, they're a dime a dozen. It's easy money, I guess. Easy attention. So there's so much variety. It's oversaturated. And we're overstimulated as a as a as a as a as a race, as a as people. And I think that's what kind of drives people to the addiction or drives people into staying in the cloud of porn. It can literally be addictive. 
Think about it. Instant gratification. You can get that before you can get a bottle of water. You stuck in traffic. You want to see some titties? Boom. Xvideos.com. It's there. And what that does is it triggers the pleasure center in your brain. It releases the dopamine. And I'm not going to get into this. I'm not a biochemist. I'm not a brain um, physician. I forgot what they call whatever. The head doctor. But one of the things I looked at is like you get that excitement when you want it. You can be thinking about it and it's there. They gave an example of a hamburger. A person that's hungry is down. Their dopamine is down. Their endorphins are down. They think of a hamburger. or They, they think of whatever it is they want to eat. Let's say a hamburger. Their dopamine level rises a little bit. You order a hamburger. You see it sizzling on the grill. That dopamine level shoots up. That first or second bite, you are in euphoria. But the third and fourth bite, not as pleasurable as the first and second one. And they related that kind of to porn. That first one you looked at, kind of, it's almost like a drug. People who have done drugs will say they try to chase that first high. Now, obviously, it's not. I don't think it's 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 that comparative. But you end up losing the interest in that first type of video, that first girl, and then you move on to the next one. Then the dopamine recharges again, and it comes back, and it comes back. And again, never-ending circle. Then you go into weirder genres, quote-unquote weirder genres, and you go into more specific genres to kind of try and get that first high again. I looked at some of the addiction testimonials from people, and one guy said um, he watched porn all the time. He got married, and he thought his wife would, because that's that's sex, that's that's some sex that's available 24-7, you know, theoretically. And he said, that didn't help my addiction. If anything, it became more of an obstacle. When I read that, I asked my friends who are married or who have long-term serious relationships with their girls, do you watch porn in the house freely? I live alone. I've never had to think about this, actually. Do you, I mean, unless, except when I was a kid, do you sneak your porn? Does your girl know? And a lot of the girls, a lot of them will say, um, you know, I'll, I'll watch it in the bathroom or something like that. Or we'll watch, I'll watch it with my girl, which isn't the same. I've watched porn with my girl. It's fun. It's cool. I'm with it, but. Mm. And they said they all had to sneak it. When I asked a couple of uh, women that, especially ones that responded to my um, my poll about the women watch porn, I found that a lot of women actually took offense to their man watching porn. And it made me think a lot. I'm like, well, damn, this, this is my initial thought, honestly. I'm like, well, damn, do y'all have to be included in fucking everything? Like, let me have this. And one of the common things that I heard a lot was, uh, why would you have to look at porn when I'm right there? And to me, it's like, well, there's a lot of things that can come around with that, right? With porn, for me, and I think with most men, even if it's a quickie, it can be for an ego boost or because we genuinely want our partner to be pleasured during sex. There comes a certain amount of pressure that comes with that. The porn girl, there's no pressure there. I can just get in, get out, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about coming quick. I don't have to worry about, did my girl come? Did she have a good time? Am I super hard? doesn't matter. I'm at my own pace. You know, I can do whatever I want. I can do what I like. Or one girl said, I'm not no porn star. I don't, I'm not doing certain things like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. You don't do that. You don't do anal sex, for example. You don't, that's not the example she gave, but you don't do anal sex. All right. But the girl on X videos does. Would you rather I go on xvideos.com and look at that? Or would you rather I go with the girl at my job who said that she likes that? 
and she's willing to do it with me. Which one would you choose? You can't have it all. And part of it, I understand, like some women have said, it makes me feel insecure because I don't have big titty like this woman or this, that, and the third. Nobody's perfect, right? You can't say to me, nobody's perfect, but then get mad when, well, you don't have big breasts, but I like this girl on the internet that does, so I'm going to jerk off to that. I'm meeting my needs in a way that really doesn't affect, or I guess it does, but I don't find cheating. I think that's the less of two evils as opposed to me going to the nurse on the third floor with the big titties. There is no nurse on the third floor with the big titties. That's an example, people. That will definitely let me play with them titties as many times as I want to. The lesser evil is me looking at the porn chick. I don't, I don't, I, I personally don't really understand it. I don't know why that's such a, um, why that is such a big thing for a lot of women. Women talk to me. Tell me why. Tell me why. I get the insecurity part, I guess. But again, at the same time, this is a fantasy. This is a, this is almost like this is their job to provide this fantasy for me. I don't know. Again, this is me personally. People can try to drag me through the mud over this one. But women, I, I, ladies that have a problem with the man watching porn, have a conversation with them. Talk to them. Ask them why. And don't shame the nigga. Like, I get it. A lot of women say, um, I'll watch porn with my man. I'm down if he's watching it with me. But again, why do you have to be included in that? That's cool, too. We can definitely do that. Let's not eliminate that. But why do you have to be included in that? I remember my ex-girlfriend lived in Atlanta and I went down to see her. And, you know, it's my first time in Atlanta. And I hear about Atlanta strip clubs, almost like bodegas down there. I'm like, I want to go to a strip club. And she says, you're not going to no strip club and then come home and fucking me. Okay. Again, I'm not here to tell anybody how to feel. And if it's right or wrong, I can just tell you how I feel. And when I got to, while I got to respect how you feel about it, you got to respect how I feel about it. Let me watch my porn. (laughs) It's mine. Unless it's literally affecting the relationship. If it's my dick just doesn't get hard, which does happen because over use of porn desensitizes and in a sense also dehumanizes women and desensitizes the sexual experience. Your girl probably isn't going to want to get fucked in her mouth. (laughs) as hard as the girl in the video is. And to be quite honest with you, fellas, for me, I have done some of the things that I've seen in porn, the fucking hard in the mouth and the the 69s and all of these other things. 69s are cool. Most of them aren't that much fun. So I can't imagine it's that much fun for the girl. Eh, It's a little overrated. I've never had a threesome, but I've been in other situations, and eh, it's cool. It's all right. (laughs) It's all right. Nothing beats one-on-one for me. But if that becomes something, talk to your girl about it because that breaks up a lot of relationships. From what I've looked at, that breaks up a lot of fucking relationships. And everything else that porn brings, you know, sex trafficking and the sexual abuse that it, physical abuse that it brings on to, to women, that, that shit, nah, I ain't with that. And it's kind of fucked up because as a watcher of porn, again, while I don't watch a hell of a lot of it, I'm still implicit on that. And again, kind of to where it backfired. I watched a scene one day and it was this really, really pretty girl and she was doing whatever. And then for a second, she, for a second, I realized the room around her is pretty dark. There's clearly one camera source source and you never see the guy. And it made me think, holy shit, is this girl a girl that was human traffic, sexual sex? Was she a victim of human sex trafficking? And I, <laughs> You know, thinking about that, it bothers me. It makes me really sad. 
And it also makes me sad because I am implicit in that. I am part of the machine that's feeding this indirectly or directly, whatever. I'm still part of part of this. Now, I don't know if that girl was or not, but the quality wasn't that good. And again, I like amateur porn. So it kind of fit the amateur porn model. Like the amateur shit hasn't caught up for whatever reason. The, the videos are still grainy. We do have I have an Android uh, Galaxy 21. The camera's great. I have had. My own personal videos, the quality is great. I don't know why none of these look that good, but I don't know. I guess I think it's edited to make it seem a little bit more amateurish. But this one bothered me, and I don't know. There's so many negatives. Now I'm just kind of going into my own personal little, my own personal little tangent. When I when I personally think of porn, and I didn't write notes on this. I'm actually flying off the cuff with this. When I watch porn, it is for that quick dopamine hit. I have watched porn before because I wanted to get the nut off before I went out on a date. Just in case me and the girl have sex and I don't come quick. I've used porn for that. I've used porn because I, I heard of a new porn star that's pretty dope. And I'm not going to lie to you. While I was writing this and getting the notes for this, I thought I wanted not to wear porn on. I ain't going to lie. And I watched it and I enjoyed it. And I felt better after. You know what I'm saying? But when you dig deeper into it and you think of... I'm not here to try to play psychoanalyst to the women that do it and the men that do it. My boy does it. My boy Clack does um porn, indie porn, and he's getting pretty big in the industry. I'm trying to get the motherfucker on the show, Clack. What the fuck? <laughs> That's my guy, man. He's 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 found a place where he seems happy. Now I don't know if years or not. We'll talk ten years down the line. But I know my man's getting a house off of this. But how many women in that industry kind of don't how did he feel after? I believe it was uh what was the lady? Uh oh man, what's her name? I did a song about it. She was like she looked like a Middle Eastern girl. One of my favorites. She was fired. And she was saying how when she quit, people kept following her and she couldn't lose that. They knew who she was because she was such a popular porn star. What's her name? That's a shame that I can't think of her name. She had fake boobs, but they were very well done. Uh, Mia Khalifa, Mia Khalifa. And how did they feel after that? A lot of them say they can't really hold relationships with men that aren't in the, in the industry. Me personally, I'm not wife in a porn star. Somebody asked me before, would I wife a girl that has OnlyFans? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of women do that to pay, get their way to school. It's almost like a lot of girls that strip while they're in school. Would you date a girl that stripped? I used to work with a doctor. She was a um, psychiatrist. And she was, oh my gosh, she was bad. <laughs> and she was, uh, you know, just conversation. She said, yeah, she danced for one semester to help pay for school. And I said, I would wife that. I don't know why. So I guess it's a case by case. But I feel like if she told me she did OnlyFans, I don't know. Maybe there's a stigma on, on OnlyFans and me, you know, I had to get used to the space. I'm not sure if I would date a woman that had an OnlyFans. I certainly wouldn't date a girl that did porn. Definitely not. I mean, hardcore porn. I guess OnlyFans is porn, but like hardcore porn, getting fucked in front of whoever. I'll give you an example, actually. I know a guy who knows a guy. I don't know the person personally. He was watching old porns and was watching the threesome scene. And the lady in the middle that was getting DP'd, which is one in the booty, one in the pink, one in the stink, was his mom. And his mom is this big church lady. You know, at this time, she's an older lady now, big church lady. And he had to go and talk to her about it. And according to my friend, his friend and his mom relationship was 
incredibly damaged and put myself in that position and I can understand it. <laughs> I can definitely understand it. I shit, I caught my parents having sex and I fucking tore the whole house up. So I don't know. I guess porn has has its ups, but porn is something that it's almost like alcohol. You have to take it. You can get it anywhere. It's not illegal. Most of it isn't illegal. Watching porn isn't illegal. But you kinda gotta you gotta pace yourself. I don't really know how to end this episode because this is one of those topics I can go on and on and on and on forever. I had such a good time just researching this. It made me think of a lot of my um a lot of my actual memories with porn. Think I thought about who are my favorite porn stars. And I, I talked about this with my boys. We actually went down a list. We were trying to name five. That's almost impossible. So I I, I come up with this. My final five. I just wrote down trying to find a list because I had to change it like 12 times. My final five before they made all the changes to their body and everything like that is look them up. Lily Ty, obviously. Roxy Reynolds. Honey Gold. Abella Danger before she did all that fucking work to herself. And um, uh, Aurora Jolie. Ooh, big fan. Big, big, big fan. Anyway. No, sorry, I had to take away Rory Jolie and put Jada Stevens in. Jada Stevens is like that's the that's the goat. And Naomi Russell, she was about to be the goat. You know, she you look her up. I don't want to speak on her. She was about to be the LeBron James. And to me, Jada Stevens is probably the Michael Jordan of this shit. But if you told me I had, but then there's so many Harley Dean and um Michelle Anderson. Michelle Anderson looks like a girl that I would actually that looks like I mean, if I knew she was a porn star, I wouldn't, but Michelle Anderson, look her up. That literally looks like a girl. Every one of you can see me with her. That looks like a girl I would date. There's another one called um, oh, it's Catalina Taylor. 100% looks like a girl that I would date. Anyway, my name is Iron. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I can do a part two. Anything missing on this that you guys want to listen to? Anybody want to speak on? Come on, talk about your adventures with porn. And if you guys... Somebody that has had a porn addiction or is in the middle of having a porn addiction. And I put in air quotes because, again, according to the powers that be, it's not an official addiction. Tell me and let's get it. Let's 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 speak about this more, because I think this is a topic that is not as taboo as it used to be. And I don't think that's and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. My name is Ian. Peace.